Hey, what you do with it is up to you, and the supplement you take can help you make every hour count. For the maintenance of good health, choose DS24. DS24 provides the perfect balance of vitamins, minerals, antioxidants to make every day your best day. Your life demands DS. DS24 multivitamin and mineral daily supplement. Find the full DS range at all good pharmacies. You know, it's the smallest things that make all the difference. That first cup of coffee in the morning. The comfort of a nightlight in my daughter's room. But sometimes you just have to do without. Flip. No cheating. Stop going without. Visit your nearest ACDC Express store and apply for solar financing today. Keep living your life with ACDC Express. Friend, I can't make it to the wine tasting this Black Friday because, because you're using your Standard Bank credit card to save 50% off selected one of the month club products. Actually, it's because my finances are kind of looking, looking good because you save money when you got 60% off your first Ucock order. <laughs> no, I'm just too busy. Busy shopping the squint deals and using your credit card to get 25% off site wide. Visit the Standard Bank website and shop our Black Friday deals. Standard Bank is an authorized FSPN registered credit provider. T's and C's apply. News time and it's brought to you by Telcom this afternoon. Copper customers get a free 30-day trial of uncapped fiber internet plus a free UPS device. Download the OpenServe Connect app now. T's and C's apply. OpenServe. Get connected. Stay connected. Jacka News. You need to know. You need to know. Now. Joburg starts the day tomorrow at 14. Max of 24. Pretoria 15.25. Mbella 16 and 17. In the traffic, Mike 1 in northbound. An accident on the way towards Santon is backed up all the way through Melrose Arch, past Rosebank, down past Kilani, and around the corner at Houghton. And it's affecting traffic in both directions. Pakistan bowling coach Mone Morkel quits his job after the World Cup flop and Chiefs coach Kevin Johnson believes that he's got the right players to turn the ship around. Cope cut ties with member Colleen Makobele, who is also the speaker in the Johannesburg Metro. Party president Masia Lakota says they have grown apart. They are not married to you for life. In their own mind is a condition. And I'm, I'm not surprised at all. Deputy EFF leader Floyd Shivambu says they were not concerned about allegations of fraud with regards to a payment to the civil organization AfriForum. A single leader of the EFF who panicked with the gimmicks of uh, AfriForum because we know that internally we've got tight controls that deal with our financial issues. AfriForum last week accused the EFF of falsifying a payment document when they made a payment to the organization for legal costs. AfriForum also involves Standard Bank, who over the weekend cleared the EFF from any wrongdoing. The Department of Agriculture says weekend media incorrectly reported on the Agri-BEE requirements for agricultural exports to the European and UK markets. It referred to requirements gazetted last week. Allocation of this quota take into account the market share of the applicants, the quota applied for, the total available quota, the number of applicants and the triple PE status of the applicants. Spokesperson Regine Ngobo says these procedural requirements are published annually and these requirements are not new and the same as previous year's requirements. 
The South African Union of Students believes student financial aid scheme, NSFAS, is on the verge of collapse. The union says more than 70,000 students have not received their allowance since May. NSFAS has been plagued with problems since the induction of a new direct payment system. Isiwe Ndlandwa of the union says it is difficult for the students to concentrate during exams. They are homeless, they do not have food, they do not have, they do not have toiletries and all other necessities for them to be able to engage effectively in the academic requirement. The passenger rail agency of South Africa, Prasa, hoped for or hoped to attract more commuters with his hashtag Travel of Peak campaign. Prasa spokesperson Andiswa Makanda says from today, off-peak discounts will apply on all operational routes. Pensioners will receive 50% discount during off-peak, while the commuters or general public will receive 40% discount Scholars in uniform will receive 50% discount throughout the day. Off-peak hours apply from half past nine in the morning to half past two in the afternoon, as well as weekends and public holidays. And flags flew at half-mast at United Nations compounds across the globe today, and staff also observed a minute of silence in memory of colleagues killed in Gaza during the Israel-Hamas conflict. In Geneva, the second largest UN headquarters after New York, the UN flag flew at half-mast and none of the other flags of the 193 member countries were hoisted along the main alley of the compound. And I'm Danielle Vaz, with news company speaker from Johannesburg, Colleen Makabela, Sapai Kiskei. Get the Jacaranda FM app now for the latest updates. Copper customers, unlock a world of high-speed internet with our free fiber trial experience. Upgrade to fiber and enjoy a 30-day trial that gets you 50 megs of uncapped fiber internet for free. The first 10,000 fiber installations Get a free UPS backup power device. Download the OpenServe Connect app, check your coverage, and order your free 30-day service. T's and C's apply. OpenServe. Get connected. Stay connected. All the music you love. All the songs you smock. It's the Jonas Brothers. This is the weekend. It's Ariana Grande. It's Lady Gaga. Hey there, world. This is Adam Levine from Maroon 5. Hey, it's Dua Lipa. On the station. Jacaranda FM. Jacaranda FM. That sounds like you. We met in December.
Jamie Fine, if anything's left on the drive with Robin Ross, it's exactly ten past five, and every day we do this. Explain well. Exclusive to the drive with Robin Ross. Over the weekend, there was some big news involving um, farmers in South Africa and export regulations and government gazettes and all sorts of stuff. And I don't know enough about that to explain it properly, but someone who does is the man I follow literally my number one source of news about agriculture in this country, Wandile Lobo. Hello, friend. Welcome to the show. You're very kind, Rob. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. It's an absolute pleasure. It's the first time I've ever spoken to you, and I just wanted to tell you I'm a fan of your work, man. Thank you so very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, I first saw this issue being spoken about in the news, and then I saw your timeline commenting on it and going, hey, hey, hang on, let's have a look around. Run us through what has happened, what the uproar was, and what the actual facts are. I think, Rob, the quick point to start off with is for the listeners to appreciate that South Africa exports a lot of what we produce. About half of what we produce in value terms goes for the export market, but we're still left with sufficient uh, supplies for our domestic consumption. Yeah. Now, over the weekend, a uh, couple of newspapers came up with articles saying, look, if you are a farmer in South Africa trying to access the UK or EU market for some of your produce, you may actually be too white to access those markets. That's what the first line in some of the newspaper was uh, referring to. But in essence, they were talking about some of the restrictions that they say are BE restrictions that are being imposed by government, and those may limit the export performance of some of the subsectors. And of course, then, this uh, caused a lot of discomfort amongst many people, which is when then I come on to say, look, guys, this is not what the regulations actually said. The article somewhat misrepresented uh, what was published. The real fact is that uh, the EU and the UK, which were the, the articles are referring to, are very important to South Africa's agriculture. The UK, 7% of our exports goes there. To the EU, about 20% of our agricultural exports also goes there. But what the regulations were saying, there are similar things that they've been in place for a couple of years since Brexit. 
they need a company to be compliant on tech side, to be compliant on the BEE side, which is the usual things that you would uh, do if you are doing business in South Africa. And on this agri-BEE or BEE side, it's not saying you should be level one or level two or level eight. It just said these are some of the considerations that needs to be in place. And the regulations were not new, so there's nothing really to worry about on this. I think the, 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 new, the weekend newspapers made um, uh, a big issue out of matters that are really not. Yeah, and that was the takeaway I had. It was a lot of people saying, oh, look at this thing. This has changed. It's going to make life more difficult for farmers in this country, et cetera, et cetera. But at the end of the day, the regulations were the same as they were last year, were the same as they were the year before. And a lot of them had changed because of Brexit, not because of us. Absolutely. A lot of them have changed because of Brexit and the categorization at which we include on what some listeners may have heard of, which is the economic partnership agreement, both with the UK and we have a similar arrangement um, with, with the EU. These regulations about a quarter of the exports, they are also limited to certain products, which we are talking about wine, juice, dairy, sugar. And in all of those products, the large volumes is the wine. And even there, as, as we just said now, the regulations are not introducing anything new. So for South Africans um, that may have read those papers and felt a bit, discomfort, a bit of discomfort of those news, you can really consider that as some mistakes from, from the writers of the articles. But the, the, the regulations are the same and farmers and many agribusinesses will continue to enjoy access to the EU and the UK market in on, under the rules that have been in place last year and the year before that. Okay, so somebody got something wrong somewhere. We got some fake news over the weekend. A lot of people started talking about it, but at the end of the day, things are going to carry on. Wandile, um, before I let you go, can I just ask you, man, where does your love of agriculture come from? Because honestly, I started following you years ago, and it's just, it's such informative, clever stuff you're posting. You seem to be plugged in everywhere. There's a new book out. Like, what's your farming background? No, absolutely right. My love of the sector comes from the fact that I know we are a country that faces problems, unemployment, low growth. And I think within the agricultural sector, we can do something on resolving some of these challenges. And in fact, the book you are referring to titled A Country of Two Agricultures is my new book. And it speaks to those opportunities about how do we build inclusive growth in the sector? Where are the opportunities? What should we be doing? And how do we get as many people involved in a productive way? And I think it will give the listeners some bit of gist of the South African agricultural economy landscape and the opportunities ahead. A country of two agricultures, a man whose work I enjoy tremendously. Wandile Sitlobo, thank you for your time this afternoon, dude. I appreciate it on short notice. Thank you. Exclusive to Jacaranda FM. It's The Drive with Rob and Ross. Jacaranda FM.